uh, in pre-construction, you got to be both accurate, which you always had to be, but now you have to be really fast. Yeah. So you have to be selective in what you're going, but seven day turnaround on, on bids is quite quick. So the more modern tools and automation and cloud collaboration you can do, the, the more you're going to be able to compete. Hello, innovators. I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast presented by Applied Software. You're invited to join our MEP and construction innovation adventure with a mission to propel this great industry forward. My guest today is Zach Hayes, Director of Research and Development of Pre-Construction Products for Autodesk Construction Solutions. Zach leads product design and development for Autodesk Construction Bidding, Risk, and Intelligence Projects. He came to Autodesk through the 2019 acquisition of Building Connected, where he spent four years as VP of product. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I always love to get started with how you got into the construction industry. Yeah, um, actually, I have a long history in tech in general, um, and I had very little connection to construction growing up, um, but I happened to run into a, a guy that I grew up with in the same neighborhood, which some of you might know, Dustin Devan, the founder of Building Connected. Uh, I ran into him in San Francisco about seven years ago, and I said, hey, Dustin, what are, you, what are you doing in downtown San Francisco? And he said, oh, I have this little startup around the corner. We're focusing on construction stuff. And I said, oh, I don't know anything about construction, but if you ever need any help, you know, I'm in the tech industry. I'm happy to, to see what's going on. Um, so I ended up uh, joining them just kind of on a very, very part-time basis as an advisor. And I remember one specific day that... Um, a support case had come in and a woman was just kind of giving unsolicited praise through a support ticket. And I was thinking to myself, like, is, what is she asking for? Is this common that they're like, oh yeah, she's just saying thanks for some feature that we pushed out. Um, and it really kind of struck me at, compared to what I was doing in other tech verticals that construction really, you know, there's so many real people that we're serving and so many uh, real stories and real impact that we can have and construction just been so underserved from a technology standpoint for so long so i kind of fell in love with it as an advisor i um, ended up joining full-time and i was the vice president of product for several years there until we got acquired by autodesk two years ago and now i'm part of the, the leadership team at autodesk construction solutions and i absolutely love construction i've learned so much over the last seven years and i'll, I'll continue to learn i'm sure that's awesome. So the support praise was what gripped you into construction. Yeah, I, I was in advertising tech right before that, and it's, trying to get people to click on more <laughs> ads is not the most fulfilling way to spend your day. So I enjoy this much, much more. That's awesome. Uh, so Autodesk recently announced the the worldwide availability of Autodesk Takeoff. Uh, yeah. Can you share a little bit with the audience what the product really is? Yeah. So um, Autodesk Takeoff is the culmination of some of these great acquisitions that we've been doing over the last couple of years. Uh, it really takes a lot of uh, existing BIM 360 technology, uh, Assemble, which was one of the first acquisitions we did in construction uh, in the Autodesk Construction Solutions Group, and the great sheet processing and sheet management of PlanGrid. Bring those all together into an awesome 2D and 3D takeoff experience, all in our new unified platform of the Autodesk Construction Cloud. Uh, so we're really excited about it. Uh, it. Customers are loving it so far. It's been a great experience. That's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned the unified platform. 
Uh, can you speak a little bit to that and how that's different than what has been traditionally out there with BIM 360? Um, so what users will actually see when they, they engage with it is a, it's a fresh, clean user experience that is consistent across all of the tools, uh, so, which is great to begin with. But really the, the crux of it, it is, it is one platform all underpinned by this common data environment, which is Autodesk Docs. Mm -hmm. um, so you can imagine if you're working in, in Revit and all of your designs and models, is everything stored in this common data environment? So the same exact data is you, you can use for your takeoffs and you can use it out in the field. You can use it for operations. Everything is tied together by the common data environment. So you don't have the, the silos that other uh, apps historically have had. And then of course, all of that is built on top of uh, Forge, which is Autodesk cloud platform that, that any developer or partner or customer can tap into to really get at that data, uh, augment that data, add to it, and build new use cases that Autodesk doesn't yet provide. So mm -hmm. we're really excited about the, the new platform. And I know you've talked about it on this podcast before. It's, it's, it's the future for all of us. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that single source of truth is is huge and and needed in construction. Uh, what do you see as one of the the biggest benefits of having that single source of truth for those involved in the project? I think from a pre-construction lens, it's it's extremely valuable. Uh, pre-construction has always been and, and still is a series of point solutions. Uh, so you can imagine you might have one tool where you use all your document management. And then you have a separate tool to do your takeoff. And then of course, a separate tool to do the bidding process and mm -hmm. get numbers back from subs. And then a separate tool to do your actual estimate. And then all that needs to roll back into some cost management ERP eventually to kick off the project. Um, so not only is that just kind of annoying and inefficient to move from tool to tool to tool to tool, but you also have to move all the data and there's opportunity for data to get lost along the way. Um, so you can imagine, let's say, if there's new CDs are issued, you got to make sure you got the right versions in the document management system. You got to make sure all of those are appropriately captured in your takeoff tool and you get an up-to-date takeoff. You usually have to share a bunch of those with all of your bidders. So you move that to your bidding platform. And then you got to make sure the right numbers all come back into the estimating tool and ultimately change you know, your GMP or your proposal, whatever you're working on. Uh, lots of opportunities to get things lost and it's just it, it can be slow too yeah it's a very inefficient way to to go about uh being able to, to harness that data well, you're really not able to harness the data i guess is what it, that kind of comes down to but um so you were kind of describing just there the the takeoff and estimating process that it has historically been with autodesk takeoff coming on the scene now has that enabled teams to move forward differently yeah so because they're tapping into that that common data environment it is the same files that are in the document management system if there's changes uh, you get them immediately uh, so that all of that data being connected is a huge part of uh, autodesk takeoff but then also there's you know just being more efficient in the 2d and 3d translation so we know a lot of customers are on um different phases of the journey of 2D from going to 2D to 3D. Mm -hmm. And even if you're a very mature 
BIM-based company, there's still details in the 2D sheets that you're gonna need to do your takeoff. Uh, so we tried to make it super easy to, to bring those two data sets together, the models and, and the 2D sheets. So you can do a full takeoff and it feels super intuitive and easy, whether you're comfortable in 3D or in 2D, it's, it's all gonna be really integrated and, and easy to use. As many of our listeners know, the pre-construction phase of construction can often make or break a project. That's why it's so important to get bidding right. With Building Connected, MEP subcontractors can win more work with centralized bid management. Connect with builders on the largest crowdsourced construction network so you find and win the jobs you want. Manage all your bids in one place and increase your win rate by 25% with Building Connected. Go to try.buildingconnected.com forward slash bridge to get your free trial of Building Connected today. That's try.buildingconnected.com forward slash bridge. Interesting. So you have the flexibility to work within your comfort zone there. Yeah, of course. So if you only do 2D takeoffs now, it's kind of a great training ground to do do a 2D takeoff just like you're used to. Uh -huh. And then maybe you can pull up the model and look at your takeoff in a different view and start to baby step into a more BIM-based um, workflow. And for smaller projects, maybe you don't even want to. You just want to do a quick takeoff and move on. Um, so Autodesk takeoffs there for all use cases. Interesting. So kind of shift into the, the state of pre-con in general. What, what do you see as the, one of the biggest hurdles facing pre-construction this year? Yeah, I think the biggest hurdle that is facing all of construction is still the pandemic. Um, and that, that manifests itself in a, a few ways. So you, of course, the need for remote collaboration is more and more prevalent. And that's a trend that was already happening and will continue to accelerate. Uh, so having cloud tools is not only a nice to have, it's kind of required now, table mm -hmm. stakes. Um, so we're excited that Autodesk Takeoff is completely cloud-based. Um, it's a, a nice timing for that. Um, also, um, I don't know if you've seen that we produced um, the Autodesk Construction Outlook um, release, which is mm -hmm. shows several trends based on uh, economic data that we analyze ourselves, but also uh, activity that we're seeing on our network of tools, uh, specifically building connected. There's a lot of insights um, that are happening in the pre-construction realm that we're able to, to understand and, and get a sense of um, where the pandemic is easing and, and what's gonna happen next. Mm -hmm. uh, so we saw that um, in the report, we, we saw that in January, there's really a peak, January of this year, 2020, there was a peak in bidding activity, which is a little surprising if you think about it, there's more bids being submitted than ever before. So it's kind of showing that projects are coming back online, some that were delayed or, or um, you know, stalled, mm -hmm. which is exciting. Uh, so the volume's coming back, um, but it's also becoming more competitive. Uh, you know, I think people, uh, customers and contractors are worried about their, their backlogs. So they're really wanting to get aggressive with bidding and make sure that they get opportunities uh, across the board. So we're seeing the bidding activity really outpace the new projects coming online. And the turnaround time is also at an all-time high based on our data. So bids are being turned around in 
around seven days, uh, even though there's increased volume. So I, I think uh, the takeaway there, at least in my mind, is uh, in pre-construction, you got to be both accurate, which you always had to be, but now you have to be really fast. Yes. You have to be selective in what you're going, but seven-day turnaround on, on bids is quite quick. So the more modern tools and automation and cloud collaboration you can do, the, the more you're going to be able to compete. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I did see that report that, that came out, and uh, I thought it was interesting, as you just were mentioning there, with the, the bidding activity going up and uh, the quick turnaround time. Uh, yeah. How do you see pre-con really uh, adjusting to that new quick model where, you know, as we were talking about earlier, the traditional was that it could be pretty slow going through all those different data points. Yeah, I think the the winners are going to be the ones that can adapt quickly. And, and a lot of them are, I mean, people are adopting cloud tools very, very quickly out of necessity. And I think the, the tolerance for uh, waiting around for the latest version of sheets to be given to you by you know someone else in the department or an estimator you know having to wait for someone to give them the latest files is just there's not a lot of tolerance for that anymore so estimators mm -hmm. are struggling to find the latest versions and really self-serving a lot of that um, and we help with or we hope that with our tools uh, estimators won't have to spend as much time hunting down the latest information the latest contract documents uh, and that they can have all those at their fingertips in the, the common data environment and they can just focus on doing their job getting the takeoff out getting the estimate right getting all, all of the numbers back from their subs um, yeah it's, it, i think it's exciting it, it's making their jobs a lot less uh you know things that they probably don't enjoy doing of hunting down data and things like that and get to the part of the job that they love yeah, well, we talk about that a lot here on, on Bridging the Gap. That's really the, the promise of technology is it allows for those more uh, mundane tasks to be automated that frees you up to do what you got into your job to, to begin with and, and tap into that creativity and those more strategic aspects of it. And that's the exciting thing for me, you know, not coming from uh, construction myself, but being able to serve this industry. Uh, you guys do so many cool things on a daily basis that it's it's great to be able to help you focus on the part that is your expertise and, and all the exciting buildings that you can go uh, add to the, our environment and some of the more annoying counting and hunting down files and stuff. Hopefully we can take care of for you. That's awesome. Uh, so what kind of role in the process do you think pre-construction will play to um, help in, in mitigating risk and, you know, just kind of managing that, that critical data. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as there's more, I think there's a lot of uncertainty in, in the industry right now, um, even though things are coming back online, uh, projects are going to be scrutinized quite a bit and, and deadlines are going to be yeah, slipping deadlines is not going to be tolerated as much as maybe it has been in the past. So pre-construction is really going to be where all those checks and balances can, can take place. So if we can get really accurate estimates and make sure the designs are truly constructible and all the subcontractors have been qualified and have their numbers in and everything's been checked, ultimately that's going to be 
that's going to lead to more successful projects out in the field. Um, so we're excited. We, you know, pre-construction's always been super important. But I think there's a little bit more um, spotlight on it uh, because of the pandemic and some of the uncertainty, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is a good thing. It can let all these people shine, and and they, they're great at their jobs, and we're giving them tools to get even better. Yeah, nice. Uh, so you know, 2020 really uh, put a spotlight on the digital transformation. Then. Mm -hmm really made a accelerator out of it. Do you see that tech adoption backing off a little bit or still continuing to, to ramp up pretty hard here in 2020? Oh no, it's, I'd say it's accelerating faster than before. The Bridging the Gap podcast is brought to you by Applied Software. With solutions for the modern project, Applied Software is on a mission to transform industries by empowering clients and championing innovation with real-world expert consultants. Their comprehensive array of solutions for AEC, MEP, and manufacturing has a singular focus, helping you achieve higher performance. With software, training, support, consulting, and custom development, Applied Software has you covered. Visit asti.com and let them know we sent you. So I think the, the initial shock of the pandemic forced people into um, a few tools that were just like to, to get the day-to-day -day basis going on, Zoom being one of them, you know, yeah. these types of tools. Uh, and now that they've realized that this is a bit of the new normal and they've had some time to, to evaluate what's out there, they're really starting to adopt and leverage and get the most out of these tools um, that they might've already had access to. So we're, we're seeing things accelerate um, even now. And like I said, January was an all-time high for usage of our tools and we're continuing to accelerate from there. It's exciting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, I think when everything first happened uh, almost a year ago, uh, mm -hmm. exactly, a little over, uh, you, you saw everybody putting in these Band-Aid solutions yep. and then it, they, as the longer it went, they're like, oh, well, now we got to make it work and <laughs> uh, build it for the, the long term there as wow. well, too. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I think 2021 is, is primed for another big technology year because people saw that the waters are, are warm. You know, you don't have to be scared of adopting tech and you can balance technology with the field and really create those efficiencies. Yeah, I, I think it's ultimately going to be good for the industry. Um, a similar thing happened in 2008 um, with the economic downturn. A lot of companies used that time to retool and adopt some new technologies and um, kind of hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. Luckily, this time around, I don't think the reset button has been hit. It's It's been different. It's People were forced to learn how to retool and forced to digitize and then they're going to come out of this you know, quickly with all these new capabilities and, and new efficiencies so it's exciting nice yeah so the promise of takeoff is to to win more work with accurate estimates mm -hmm. a how do you you talked about it a bit when you go into more detail on, on how you go about accomplishing that and then you've also talked a lot about the common environment how does that really empower specifically estimators in their job yeah. to do it better. So that common data environment um, is, you can consider it a place where all of the models and all of the sheets are just there and up to date and you'll have the latest versions of everything. So you're not hunting things down as an estimator. And because Autodesk Takeoff is built directly on top of that, 
anything, anytime you load up Autodesk Takeoff, all those files are there. You don't have to worry about dragging in the latest PDFs and um, various disparate data sources. It's already there. And the sheets have already been processed using our plan grid um, technology. So you, you can really link sheets together and do markups and all the great things directly in the tool. Um, and of course you have the 3D aspect of Ben right there. So we, we think that it can, it's more accurate on a couple of dimensions. The fact that you have the, the latest version set and the latest data and access to everything will make sure that you don't miss anything. But also if there's things that you'll notice in 3D that are a little bit more intuitive uh, uh, doing a takeoff in 3D than in 2D. Um, it's, it's a little bit easier to assess certain types of quantities, but then there's also specific data that only exists in the 2D sheets. So doing one or the other easily isn't an option, having them integrated together so you can flip back and forth uh, in the same part of the model, go back to the sheets and make sure you caught all the, the data means that you can be accurate and get the benefits of both. Um, plus we, we think, you know, like I said before, it's a, it's getting it's sort of baby steps for those that aspire to do more 3D workflows, um, but it's very, very familiar to anyone that's done a takeoff at all. Mm -hmm. um, so the 2D workflows are super, super intuitive, but then you can also start to dabble with some of the 3D workflows and, and assess what changes to the model might do to your quantities and, and ultimately change the estimate. Yeah, nice. Uh, how do you think pre-construction is going to look differently in the next few years coming up here? Uh, everything's going to be cloud-based. I think the pandemic just accelerated all of that. Um, and there was some fear over cloud-based tools, I think, over the last five to 10 years. Um, examples like, oh, what if the internet's down and I'm in the middle of a takeoff? There's There's been a lot of everyone's gotten used to being completely dependent on the internet during mm -hmm. the pandemic. And I think there's more trust that, yes, these services can stay up, your internet can be stable, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so most people have gotten over that mental hurdle and the cloud base is going to be the way to go because it's the only way to provide that common data environment um, model where all the data lives in the cloud in one place. So regardless of what your role is, you're, in, you're always um, accessing and adding to the latest version of the data. Uh, so that's kind of trend number one that I'd say is cloud-based. Um, I think we're also gonna see a lot more automation than we've seen in the past. Um, so maybe not entirely just in the one year timeframe that you asked about, but things are happening where um, we're seeing you know, more automation in the clash detection is a, a cloud tool that we provide under our BIM Collaborate um, part of the unified solution, unified platform. We'll have more automation going in Autodesk Takeoff um, over the next few releases. And there'll be automation in, in costing. Uh, we have a lot of automation in the bidding process already, building connected. So you'll see, we're not trying to automate anyone's jobs away. We're trying to automate the the tedious parts of the process, like counting and you know, seeing what's changed in the versions, uh, things like that, that mm -hmm. can be really time consuming and aren't very high value. So yeah, I think you're gonna see a lot of automation there. Hey, innovators. 
Over the last year hosting this podcast, recording over 65 episodes with the greatest minds throughout the construction industry, I started to notice common themes in each episode. We've had waves of disruption and a digital transformation impacting every aspect of construction and the leadership skills required to successfully navigate these waters. The simple fact is there are those who allow themselves to be carried along by the waves of changes taking place, and there are others who want to take an active part in changing things for the better. In my opinion, during times of disruption, good leadership is all the more important. People will follow a compelling vision and are looking for leaders to pave the way no matter where they are in the industry. So I decided to compile my thoughts into an ebook for my listeners. You can download my new ebook titled Leading Through Disruption and Digital Transformation for free at bridgingthegappod.com slash ebook. Once you do, I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, keep innovating. What out of those do you think is kind of the biggest source of uh, potential for pre-con? Yeah, I, I think you can imagine a, a distant future where you could have a model that is aware of the quantities as kind of as soon as you are designing it um, and can identify constructability issues and and make sure it does all the model checks and everything. That's kind of been the dream of them, I think, uh, since day one. So, but that's a distant future and and it will take us a long time to get to that specifically. Um, so there's gonna be, I think, a lot of um, computer-assisted workflows, I, I think is what is going to be exciting. Uh -huh. So using the expertise of an estimator um, and all of the nuances that you know, but having the computer sort of be your, your counterbalance or do the, the tedious task for you or say, hey, you know, did you, did you notice this weird thing over here? Uh, I think that's that's really where artificial intelligence will play in the near term, uh, which is something that that I work on and we're excited about. Uh, but it's striking that balance around being an assistant to the estimator versus you know trying to take over their job or do things that that the estimator wouldn't understand. Uh, we we need that check and balance uh, to be an assistant. Yeah, it yeah I think technology it's supposed to come along and, and complement not. It's yeah. not taken over. We're not going to have the, the robot overlords. It's, it's taken as a, a partner. And, you know, like what we've already said, it takes out the um, more mundane aspects and yeah. allows you yeah. more freedom. And it, I think if you look at the consumer side of technology, people are very used to, to technology being there to assist you when you need it. Right. You have a question, pull up your smartphone, pull up Google, ask it ask your smart device, um, you know, they aren't telling you what to do or how to live your life, but they're there to assist you as you, you navigate your day to day. Yeah. So we hope for the same in, in construction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you see a, a myth around pre-construction that really isn't true? <laughs> I think it's, uh, I think it's the least celebrated part of the process and that probably should be the opposite, but uh, I, I'm obviously biased to pre-construction. Um, at, at least I think outside of our industry, people don't understand what pre-construction is. And that's a, a shame because it's so important to a, a building being built to begin with. Yeah. So I, I try to advocate with uh, people that aren't in construction and explain to them what it is and why it's so important and, and celebrate it as much as possible. 
I don't nice. know if there's a myth per se that I don't know. Can you think of one? <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. You know, people, I, I think pre-construction just gets totally overlooked. Uh, yeah. And you, that's, you think of your mind naturally goes to actually the building, the actual building and all the yeah. cool things that happen on the job site and stuff. And, or, or the architects, like everyone yeah. forgets there's a critical, critical piece in between what architects actually do and, and making something buildable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, how do people get a hold of you or find out more information about uh, Autodesk Takeoff and the Unified Platform? Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of me personally, um, LinkedIn is a great way. Feel free to reach out. I'm happy to add new connections. Uh, if you want to learn about what we're doing at Autodesk, uh, construction.autodesk.com uh, is a great source of all of our products. And you can find that um, construction outlook report that I mentioned. And then we also have our blog, which is Digital Builder. And you'll be able to find that just searching for it. Awesome. And we'll make sure to include those links in the show notes for people for a quick, uh, easy link over there. Excellent. Uh, final question for you. What does innovation mean to you? Ah, what does innovation mean to me? So I really am passionate about um, finding simple solutions to problems. So I find some of the, the simplest products to be the most innovative, even though you know they're not always the sexiest and most technologically advanced things, but um, really simplicity, I think, is is where I think the most innovation can happen. Um, yeah. It's easy to solve a complex problem with a complex solution, but finding something really simple is challenging. I think that's great. I ask every guest that question, and nobody has given that answer, but that is an awesome answer because sometimes the hardest thing is just to keep it simple don't yeah, overcomplicate it, it. it's exceptionally hard <laughs> that's awesome i like it well zach thanks so much for coming on the show and, and talking all about takeoff great happy to be here thanks for having me and now it's time for my todd takes from this episode first take if the last year has proven nothing else it has proven that construction is adaptable I don't need to go through all the ways the industry and people had to remain agile and change with the circumstances. The need for adaptability isn't going away either. In fact, as more technology comes online, the need for adaptability becomes even greater. Second take, Zach talked a lot about the common data environment and having that single source of truth for the whole project. As mentioned, the Construction Outlook report found more projects coming online and more bids than ever, which is leading to a faster turnaround time. Efficiency is key to be both accurate and fast, which is where Autodesk Takeoff is coming into play. The spotlight is on pre-construction right now to be the driver of those accurate estimates and ensure the designs are truly constructible to have successful projects out in the field. Third take, Zach called out the innovation needs to be paired with simplicity. It's one of the hardest things to do for sure. But all too often, the best ideas to push the industry forward is the simplest one in front of you. Innovation does not have to be a total overhaul. You just need the courage to try something new. And a bonus take, do not underestimate the impact of a simple thank you. I love the story Zach shared around the support case ticket that came through while he was at Building Connected, simply thanking them for creating an efficient tool. That is what got him hooked on construction. You never know just how big of impact a simple thank you has on people. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are interested in learning more, you can visit our sponsor, Applied Software, at asti.com for more information.
You can listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. As always, I'm Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining us on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Keep innovating. Bridging the Gap is directed and produced by Todd Wyant, edited and produced by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an applied software production. Copyright Applied Software 2021.